0: So this is, um, this is not going to be a regular type of drosh. It's going to be a mixture of a drosh and a, a prophetic sense of the word. I have a word of the Lord. I kind of feel like is a this year type of word. And it's also we're going to go into intercession at the end of it. So, um, but the title, it does have a title. And it's called Adonai Tsevaot Imanu. The Lord of hosts is with us. And this, this has been stirring in me because... Like many of us, we read a lot of what's going on in the news, and we have a lot going on in our fronts. Um, yeah, we live in a fallen world, everybody gets sick, but we've had an unusual wave of attacks against our physical bodies in this congregation at the beginning of this calendar year. We've had some people going into the hospital, some very close situations. It's been unusual. Like, I think we've all felt it. And not just that against our physical bodies, but also... All of us have areas of weakness, hot-button areas that the the enemy knows how to trigger and push on, and the Lord continues to, to help us. And I think one time, Susan and I were just recounting before we were going to bed, like, man, this is going on, this is going on. This is all their weak points. Everybody's lit up right now, and everyone's lit up, and then it'll go away, and then the next week, everyone's lit up again. It's unusual. Like, I'm starting to accumulate the data. It's unusual. It's not just normal fallen world stuff. And so I started asking the Lord, I was like, what's going on? And there is a lot going on. If you think about what's going on out there in the political realm, it's crazy. There's crazy strong agendas pushing themselves in this election year. And election years are, this, especially these, these years, election years are a big deal. There's a lot of stir in the spirit. There's also this whole thing with going before the Supreme Court on March 4th with Roe v. Wade. And they're presenting again. You can find it on the Supreme Court website. They're going to seek to overturn Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey and these other types of things. But then there's also these assaults going on in our public schools. We're aware of them, these agendas getting pushed, these ideologies. There's so many narratives going on and they're leading to fear and to identity confusion and to misrepresentation of people. Social media has come in and it's surprised us as a society and it's quickly divided us and got us into different camps and it's categorized us because that's, you know, technology can create categories really easily and start to slot people into, into this or that instead of the more complex realities that we are as humans. There is so much going on. And yet at the same time, we are now at, you know, at this point of having decades of intercession going on. Decades of intercession going on on the abortion issue. Decades of intercession going on for our kids, for the fatherlessness issue in our, congreg- in, in our country. Um, against culture, just trying to pray, Lord, that you would take over Hollywood again and, and, and let you be shine. And it's been happening. We've been having inroads. But it's been so much um, stir up this year. And I really felt like I was at, at this place of like, Lord, do people really want you? I mean, I don't know how to pray against people's free will of choosing you. I and mean, this was like, so much, it's in your face, like we are just want to turn our backs on God. It's like so in your face when you read it, right? And the Lord was reminding me, if you take the full counsel of Scripture, and you realize that there are not, it's not just human sin, but it's actually the sin of the spirit world, the principalities and powers and demons and evil spirits, that Human free will and human agency, human power, is not an adequate enough explanation for the degree of depravity we see around us. It's not adequate. And a few weeks ago, we got up, Rich gave a message, invited some to come up and pray, and we prayed, and Marie came up, and she had this word, and it was a really strong word. I don't know if you remember it, but I'm going to remind us what it was. She was saying that The Lord, this is a message to not not to human beings, that the Lord was going to say, so was saying whoever does not bow their knee before the Lord will get their knees cut out from them. That was a proclamation from the Lord to the spirit realm. And that there are powerful narratives in this country that it's taken us as believers who love the Lord a while to figure out how to even like not get stuck in him and how to answer him and realize what kind of framework we're in. It's it's taken us a while because these are powerful narratives. And the Lord is coming against these things this year. And I feel like the word for our congregation and for, I think, the body, especially in America, but then also connected to Israel, is that this year is gonna be a really fun, busy year. (laughs) There's fun number one and fun number two, right? Fun number one is you're having fun at the time. Fun number two is what guys say after boot camps, like, man, that was a lot of fun looking back, right? (laughs) It's fun number two. What we've experienced, I think we're going to experience throughout the rest of this year. But don't be discouraged because there is going to be wave and then there's going to be breakthrough. And there's going to be wave and then there's going to be breakthrough. And every month this year, it's going to be, I feel like it's going to be like that this year. And it's not because we're in this defensive position and culture just keeps giving us another wave and we try to get through it. You know, we broke through the, you know, in a defensive posture. No, it's actually because we've been on the offensive. We're actually taking ground, and it may not feel like it. Maybe we lead our regular lives where we're out in our spheres and you don't feel like you're taking ground. That's not true, because we're connected and unified with the rest of the body. And the ones that are in the courts going after things, going after justice in our court system, going after justice in our politics, going after righteousness and integrity, we're connected to them. And our, our testimony before the Lord in our spheres that God is good is winning this war It is winning, this war. Even two weeks ago, Miss Shirley, we were up here. She had a word. She's like, it ain't going to get easier. (laughs) Right? But that's okay. Because what's going to happen is we're going to get another wave, but the Lord's like, yeah, sure, it's another wave, but guess what I'm going to do? you're going to be more free, you're going to be more closer to me at the end of it, you're going to have more freedom in your life, so whatever the enemy is bringing against you is not just something you take, get thick skin, and move forward. You actually get more healed through it. You actually get more grounded in the Lord. There is a word, um, you know, when God came to Gideon, he said, you know, hello, mighty warrior, you know, and he was hiding in his threshing floor, you know, like, not the threshing floor, he was hiding inside the wine press, right? And We need to realize that the Lord is saying that over us. If you're feeling weak, you're feeling small, you're feeling beaten down, the Lord's saying, mighty warrior. Because the real battle that we have is proclaiming God's goodness when our buttons get pushed again, when our family gets pushed, the people that we love and are close to us get pushed again. We're like, no, God is good. This was Job's battle. Come on, Job, curse God and die. Come on, just do it. No, we're not going to do that. And we're going to say to the principalities and powers through our proclaiming God's goodness that you won't have authority over our congregation, over our families. You won't have the narrative in our country anymore. We're done with your narratives. The Lord is good. <laughs> you know, Ephesians 6.12 emphasizes, we, we know that we struggle not against flesh and blood, but against powers, principalities, rulers of this age, preparing to tear down every argument, every narrative, That's out there. When God, uh, when Gideon went forth and he led in his battle, God said, uh, uh, the people uh, yelled, for God and for Gideon. And there is something about this victory that the Lord wants to uh, bring about in our country and in our congregation and in our city. That has to do not only with God's glory, but he wants to give you confidence in who you are and who you are. Um, believe God is, right? There is something about when, when I have my son or my daughter and I'm seeing them break through and I'm like, this is, this is for you to know how good God is, but also for you to have confidence. Because we're his sons and daughters. He wants us to grow with confidence. It's not this whole cool thing where we're like, this is only for God's glory and we just kind of evaporate or something like that. It's a both and. It's a together. And so I want, he wants us to be encouraged that we can bring and see righteousness come into the earth. Um, this torah portion this morning behold i'm sending an angel before you to guard you on the way and bring you into the place that i have prepared watch for him and listen to his voice we're we're there a lot of us in here are can do strong let's get her done let's have faith dwell this faith up within us right that's that's good that has a role but the Lord is saying, I want you to know that I'm doing this. Like, I'm leading this forward. You can hide in me. You can find me. You can follow my steps. I'm leading this charge. I'm not sitting back hoping you guys muster up enough faith to take over your pitiful country. That's not his narrative. He cares about this place. And it's actually achievable to partner with him. It's achievable. Like, he wouldn't say, please praise for the unborn. And then make it some, some high standard that our intercessors in our nation could never reach. You know, the enemy will say you haven't done enough, you haven't prayed enough, so that's why you don't, haven't won the culture wars, why you haven't you know, won the heart of this nation. See how that narrative is powerful? Have you all heard it? Have we all felt that? It's totally a lie. He is doing this. And, we, and, and this, this tree of humanism, Janelle had his word years ago back in the old building, that this tree of humanism is growing up big, and it's, it's doubling down on all of its ideologies. It's going to fall over. It has to fall over. It has no roots. It's going to. So, the promised land, he's led us in it. <laughs> America's a beautiful land, right? We kind of are already in the promised land, but what's missing? We have a bunch of people that hate each other. We're polarized against each other. This is no promised land with the people because it's about relationship. So, God wants to take back this land so that we love each other, so that we reach out to each other, so that there's not left versus right, so that there's not Democrat versus Republican, so that, so that there isn't believer versus unbelievers. It's just like, just bring this place together again, Lord, and he's fighting for us. So the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our strength. So I'm going to lead us into the prayer time over this. And so if you would stand, if you're able and willing. Um, all right, there it is. All right, so Father, once again, we've said this to you over and over, and you've used us, and we've taken steps forward, so this is the next step, and we say, Hinenu, we are with you, here we are, send us as a congregation, use us as a congregation in our spheres, in our everyday, we are willing to fight for you in the courts of opinion about whether you are good or not. You are good, you have been good, and you will always be good. We muster forth all of our history with you, Lord, and we slap it down on the table in the face of the prosecutors that are saying that you are not good. You have been good. You have healed. You have brought restoration to relationships. You have brought us into a family. Not everything is resolved. We acknowledge that. We're not, we're not closing our eyes at that. But you have continued to show an impeccable and perfect record of being good with us in everything that we do. And so we proclaim into the air and into our lives, into our families, into our spheres, and into this congregation that God is good. And whatever hasn't resolved, he's on it. And he's moving it forward. And if I fall short, he is faithful to complete the good work that's begun in us. He is faithful. It is not about me. I just say yes, and I try to say, "Help me say the rest of the yeses, Lord." That's all I can do. That's all we can do, Lord. And so, you—that's enough for you, and you can take us there, Father. So, Father, we contend for justice in our courts that you would bring justice in our court system, Lord, that you would bring justice and cleansing to our political sphere, Lord, that you would wipe away these agendas, Lord, that you would bring justice for these kids that don't know anything that are coming up through the public schools and being fed narratives and being fed fear and being fed and and divided using social media, Father. These are no thing for you. This is no big deal for you. These are the giants, and we are Caleb and Joshua saying, this is not a problem, Lord. You have taken this land. And you're going to do it, and you're going to show us how step by step. We hide ourselves in you. We hide ourselves in you. We rest in you on this Shabbat. We rest as you fight, Lord. And we just say, Lord, whatever things, when, when, when March is the Jebusites and they come against us, and then April is the Canaanites, and then June is the Perizzites, and it's like each wave that keeps coming this year, Father, we ask for us to be able to say, Lord, yes, thank you for bringing up this difficulty because I know there's something in it for us and there's something in it for the people that we love and care for. So, Father, we um, say, help us love you more than any outcome. Help us want to be with you where you are, in the battle, in the rest, in the feasting, and in the fasting, Lord. Help our relationship with you be the first and foremost. And we just declare that the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our strength. He has not left us, he has not left our families, he has not left this nation, he has not left the spheres of our work, he is and he cares deeply and because he loves relationships and we just declare that in Yeshua's mighty name, amen. (laughs)